Welcome back to Gwen's Daughter, the podcast. I hope that you guys are having a wonderful day, week, month. Uh, It is the last couple of days of Black History Month. And I must say, it's been an interesting Black History Month. I've definitely learned a lot more history than I would say in my entire life and that surprises me just a little bit because like I went to school (laughs) for a long time and um, the things that I learned recently I didn't learn in school and I really shouldn't be surprised like what what was I expecting Uh, I was expecting to learn Um, but you know, that's neither here nor there. I have learned quite a few things about my people and I appreciate it. I have a new love and newfound respect for, uh, Frederick Douglass after reading, uh, the first, uh, his book that he wrote and published and all that back way back when, um, and just, kind of watching different documentaries and reading up on different things about his life and the radical, radical in a good way, y'all, the radical just, I don't, like the radical man that he was, like he was way above um, before his time and way advanced and just, I feel like he knew (laughs) more things about Uh, our country and just kind of the way it was going before it actually went there he was a very smart and brilliant man and I learned a lot about him and I'm grateful for the knowledge that I've gained I'm grateful for black history month where I can just be unapologetically black times a thousand (laughs) with no issues and I have definitely been that person this month that has been telling people like nah miss me with your bs because it's black history month don't bother me um that has been my biggest excuse and I love it (laughs) so shout out to everybody who has been having a good black history month um shout out to us black people for just being black you know we've been blessed to be black So I hope that you have been unapologetically black this month times a thousand. And we will continue being unapologetically black next month in March and from that point forward. And I have to also recognize and give shout out to our allies and people who have joined the fight for equality and civil rights in maintaining our liberties um, for with us that we've been fighting for. Um, thank you guys for stepping up and finally putting in the work. 
For those of you who have just joined, um, welcome. I expect you to continue the work that you have chosen to do. But thank you. And that's all I'm going to say about us. Black folk, happy Black History Month. I hope you enjoy the last couple of days of this month. I'm going to keep this short, sweet, and to the point. In this episode, I have brought in one of my dearly beloved family friends um, who started her own nonprofit organization during COVID. Okay, that's just amazing in and of itself. I mean, sheesh. All I did was get through the year and she was out here grinding. Okay, um... So, you're going to hear me and uh, Ty Mae Gordon talk about her nonprofit organization that she started with her husband, Richard Gordon. Um, He's not going to be with us during the conversation, but that's okay. He's going to be with us in spirit. Um, But I'm talking with Ty Mae. She is the founder of her nonprofit. I'm just so excited. I don't know how many ways to say that she started her own nonprofit. (laughs) I'm just so happy and proud and I learned so much more about the backstory behind this organization from talking to her that I had no idea was going on and her story and how this all came to fruition is just a testimony to how good God is And like I posted, or I will be posting on Instagram, but you guys will have seen it before this episode comes out, um, to enjoy the journey. Just enjoy the journey. Have faith and trust in the process, trust in God, and enjoy the journey. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy where life takes you. And this testimony because that is what it is too a testimony shows that in real life and during a time where it felt like for many of us and still feels like today that our world is falling apart and we didn't know what to do God was still moving in so many people's lives And we just have to have faith and trust and enjoy the journey. So I hope you guys are blessed and you learn something, you get some laughs, you get some information, or you just enjoy the episode, period. So, all right, guys, let's get into this interview. So hi, Ty May. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Tara. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. You know I love you. I love you too. I'm super excited to have this conversation with you. It's been too long since we've actually seen each other. I know, right? The the world is still like slowly falling apart. I don't know what to do about this. But we're here and we're going to talk about this new thing that you've started that I'm super excited about. Did not expect this to come about, but here we are. So you have this nonprofit organization called Iota Faith. 
tell me about this and how did you get this inspiration, this motivation to want to start this? Well, I'll tell you, everybody talks about how 2020 was such a train wreck of a year. Right? Uh-huh. And, you know, it kind of was for me, too. Um, the, how Iota Faith got started, it actually was what I call a shower epiphany. I think God speaks to me the most when I'm standing in the shower. Uh-huh. Maybe because I'm actually being still to a certain degree. Right? Yeah. Or I'm vulnerable anyway. So I hear many, many years ago um, this name iota faith and i'm thinking all right god well i don't really know what you want me to do with that so i have tons of notebooks it's a problem i'm a notebook hoarder i admit (laughs) it so in my notebook hoard i have a note that just says iota faith Mm -hmm. no date no anything just the words iota faith and every so often this it just kept coming back to me this concept of iota faith and then one day i looked at richard and i said i richard who's my husband by the way Mm -hmm. i looked at him and i said hey, I think Iota Faith is supposed to stand for inspire others to act in faith. Ah. And he looked at me, he's like, oh, that's interesting. So I, again, went back to my notebook, wrote it down, put it away, put it on the shelf, and just let it sit there. Well, fast forward to 2020, uh, after spending the better part of 30 years in the hospitality industry, I'm told, as I'm working for Marriott, uh, that we were all being furloughed, my entire team. Was being furloughed at the end of March. So, furlough happens. I'm hanging out. I'm having a good time. I'm leading like book clubs with my coworkers who are also furloughed. Strange stuff. Uh huh. And just thought that we were going back to work in 60 to 90 days, as they originally told us. Well, 60 days came and went, and we did not go back to work. And there was no going back to work in sight. Uh huh. So, I'm praying and I'm asking God, what am I supposed to do? In August, they come back and tell us that we have the opportunity to either just hang out and wait and see what furlough is going to happen, what's going to happen with furlough, mm-hmm. or we could uh, take a voluntary separation package. Okay. So I'm thinking, well, I don't really know what to do with that. So I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying, and it comes up that I'm supposed to take a severance package. After being in, working for this company for the better part of 20 years, having been in the hospitality industry for over 30 years, and, and I'm thinking, okay, God, I don't know what you're doing, but all right. So uh, separated from my job at Marriott uh, in the middle of, of August and had no plan. Wow. Had no job to go to, had no plan, had no idea what I was supposed to do. So I'm sitting there one day, and of course, again, Iota Faith springs up, and I'm thinking, all right, God, is this something that you want me to do something with right now? Mm-hmm. I'm talking to Richard again, and you know, he said, just keep praying about it. So as I'm praying about it, I go to bed one night, and in my dream, I see, I have this dream about this big fleet of trucks with an Iota Faith logo on the side of it, just rolling up into this community, and, and a bunch of volunteers just pouring out, and we're serving the community. Wow. So I wake up the next morning and I said to Richard, I said, I think I'm supposed to be doing something with this right now. Uh-huh. I know that I can't have a fleet of trucks because I don't have it like that. <laughs> I said, I think that's the big dream. And he said, well, you know, start doing what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So my birthday was on November 5th. And, yeah. uh, and my goal in my, in my feeble mind was, let me go ahead and put this thing together so that I can launch a website on November 5th celebrating my 49th birthday. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, 
through, thank God that he gave me a husband who knows how to stand up organizations. He uh-huh. stood up many. He helped me file all the paperwork. We filed, you know, articles of incorporation, uh, got our tax ID number, and everything was set in motion. I've never built a website before, and yeah. I literally built a website in three days. What? That's how God works, I'm telling you. Because wow. Richard said, hey, here's my Wix account. Here's how you log into it. Here's, you know, pick a template and mm-hmm. go for it. So I took a run at it, and he goes, yeah, I don't really like what that looks like. He said, here, try this this way so he put one picture up a couple quotes and said go from here mm-hmm. okay great so i just started hacking at it i was like lord i don't know what i'm doing let's let you know I, I just believe that i'm supposed to be doing this and lo and behold november 5th came and boom launched the website launched a nonprofit organization wow praise god yes <laughs> yes Wow. Do you realize how God just moved? I'm telling you. And the thing is that I just kept, and all the while through all of this, Sarah, I had been interviewing for different jobs and literally jobs that I thought were pretty much slam dunks. Yeah. Going through through five, six, seven rounds of interviews. I remember. Yeah. Not once this happened but twice this happened right down mm-hmm. to the last bit of candidates and and uh and nothing just it didn't come to fruition i kept saying god like stop playing with me because i need a job right, right? <laughs> and for out of that frustration for him to um to just help me create this amazing organization mm-hmm. out of nothing blew my mind and I said okay God I guess this is what you want me to do and as I even after we launched the website I kept interviewing and kept interviewing and Mm -hmm. and still couldn't get anything to land and I said all right well then maybe I'm supposed to just dump all of my effort into Into working on this nonprofit organization to see what we can come up with Mm -hmm. wow wow that is amazing that is amazing. God, God is amazing. <laughs> he really is. From something yeah. that dropped into your spirit prior, many years prior, and then yeah. in the middle of a pandemic, it just happened. Yes. Oh my goodness. He just needed me to be still long enough to keep room. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And be willing to be proactive. Right. Wow. That was the hard part. <laughs> I can imagine, especially yeah. you're like, uh, you want me to do what? With what? <laughs> no. Right. I was, I was a thousand percent happy sitting on the couch in my jammies, you know, <laughs> eating potato chips and just, yes. you know, eating my feelings literally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I'm, I didn't realize. Time this is such a big testimony behind this. I had no idea. Yes, wow. I'll tell you, I still, I still look back on it, and, I, and it's still surreal to a certain degree because mm-hmm. when I talk about it, people ask me what I've been doing with my time off. I <laughs> how they call it, my time off. Yeah. My, my hiatus, I guess. And literally, I had to pinch myself one day as I'm talking in an interview, right? Well, what have you been doing since you left Marriott? And I said, and the words just came out of my mouth, so 
strangely, right? He says this in an interview. I said, I started a whole nonprofit organization. <laughs> <laughs> like I was completely shocked. Yes. Right, but I was in that moment. It dawned on me that I launched a nonprofit organization. Who does that? Right. It's far bigger than anything like I could have ever imagined that I could do. Wow. Yeah. So it's already blessed and it's already successful and it's going to stay successful because I pray so, Dara. I know so. You can pray. I know. (laughs) I feel that in my spirit because this is definitely God ordained. There's no way around that. No way. There is no way around that. And I'll tell you, Dara, when I when I look at what God has done through this organization just in the short amount of time mm-hmm. since we launched, he just keeps blowing my mind uh-huh. on a regular basis, right? So the thing is, is that you start a nonprofit and, and you launch your website and you tell people that it's happening and then you have this moment of silence, if you will, where it's just this lull, mm-hmm. you know, okay, what am I supposed to be doing? Okay, now that it's launched now, what do I do? Right. So I kind of hit that space in uh, in the early part of December of, gosh, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And we realized that, you know, through the pandemic, there were just a lot of people who needed help. Yeah. And one thing that we've done before is we've done food drives before just through church and mm-hmm. just trying to help communities. So I said, all right, well, shoot, I guess we'll, you know, do a food drive, see what happens. Yeah. I posted on Facebook, I posted on Instagram, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's like, one or two people respond, hey, yeah, I have a donation for you, whatever. Then I said, all right, Lord, I don't I don't know what to do with this. But meanwhile, somebody reached out to me and said, hey, by the way, are you giving food out to people? Can you help? I know a couple families that need help. And my crazy self says, sure, of course we could do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we collected not one piece of food, right? Like not one item what? at that point. Uh-huh. And so we have on, in our community where we live, we use an app called Town Square. Some mm-hmm. people have, I guess, uh, Nextdoor, whatever, all these different apps. So we have Town Square. So I got on, on Town Square and I said, you know, we live in a fairly decent neighborhood and mm-hmm. I assume they're, they're willing to help. So I put a message on there. I got a couple of neighbors who said, hey, we'd love to help. Got, you know, the onesie-twosie donations. Mm-hmm. Uh, even ended up getting some cash donations, which was far beyond anything I expected to get. Then, one day, mm-hmm. Dara, God is ridiculous, right? Yes. <laughs> one of my neighbors runs a daycare in Southeast D.C., and she sends me a message. And she said, I have literally 50 boxes of food that I don't know what to do with. What? What? Right? Yes. And I said, what are you, wait, what are you talking about? So she runs this daycare. It's called Katie's Clubhouse. Uh-huh. So because they're located in Southeast D.C., they get donations from Capital Area Food Bank. So because of COVID, mm-hmm. she had all these do- food donations and no kids. Right. Mm-hmm. She was getting ready to either donate it out somewhere or throw it away because she just didn't know what to do with this food. We go to her, we go to her daycare, Dara, and I'm not kidding you. There is a pallet full of boxes of food. Wow. And I looked at it and we started loading up our car and it was 
not 50 boxes, but 60 boxes of food. 60? Oh my goodness. 60, 60, zero boxes of food. And what we thought was going to be this little tiny effort of, okay, let's just grab some food donations, drop them off to a local food pantry and, you know, do our part. We ended up being able to take food to, we dropped food off for 25 different families. And it's not just food for like a week or whatever. Uh-huh. Apparently we gave enough food to, to stock their pantry for probably three or four weeks. And so 25 families, two group homes that serve uh, veterans. Wow. And about 100 people in all that we were able to help in a matter of a couple weeks and just this grassroots effort. Yeah. So talk about God making things just explode and be big. Uh-huh. He just took over and said, oh, okay, so you you have this, you know, you have this little idea of this food, food drive. Let me show you what this thing can be. Right. 60 boxes of food. <laughs> Not only 60 boxes of food, monetary donations started coming in. Right? Uh-huh. And before I knew it, we had over $500 in donations what? through Cash App. Who, who knew? Wow. Yeah, so you were thinking little small, let's help people, you know, and God was like, no, 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 let me, let me show you what I really mean by helping people, and I'm going to give it to you with no problem, there's going to be people that have things, wow. It's one of those deals where, you know, you're, you feel like, even though we're believers, I think there's often this, this seed of doubt that gets planted. Right? Mm-hmm. Because it's just our own ego yeah. driving some of our work. Uh, let's just be plain, right? So with that being the case, Dara, I kept saying, Richard, what if we do this and nobody comes? Like nobody shows up. And, uh-huh. I right? and I've told people that we can help by giving them food and we have no food, food. to give them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What am I even, what are we doing? And yes. so then you just get to that point uh, and, and I was praying really hard. I was like, Lord, Thank you for showing me. Uh, you know, I believe, but help me in my unbelief. Yes. It's really what the prayer ended up being because I realized that I was trying to do it all in my own strength. Right. And we can't do it in our own no. strength. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm like just speechless time. <laughs> I'm so speechless. <laughs> I was not expecting this. Oh my well, gosh. I but you've had time to process this i'm just like wow wow so uh i don't know i'm just speechless i'm telling you and god just keeps and that's the thing i think that i've really learned out of all of this as we continue moving forward is that when god puts you when god brings you something mm-hmm. even if you don't feel like you are qualified to do it yeah make a way for you yeah because he has done that over and over again so you want one more good story about please please okay so then it here comes january uh-huh. and i'm thinking okay we just did this food drive and we got you know all this food out to people and, and everything and that's great and i said okay here's january don't really know what to do uh you know, one 
you know about January is uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, day is always celebrated mm-hmm. in the month of January. Right. So it's a day of service, and, you know, I was thinking, okay, what can we do in order to tie Iota Faith in with Martin Luther King Jr. Day and, you know, all of that. So Rick just said, we should do a code drive. And mm-hmm. I said, everybody's doing a code drive, Richard. I don't, I don't think we need to do a code drive, right? And he said, he said, we should do a code drive. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So again, Katie's Clubhouse, here they come. So the, the lady who owns Katie's Clubhouse, her name is Katrina Douglas. Katrina calls me and she says, hey, by the way, I have five bags of coats sitting no. in my daycare. Do you know anybody who can use this or can you do something with this for me? I said, you know what, Katrina, let me come over and get these coats. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. We're in the middle of COVID. It's not like I can go out to the parks and just hand them out to homeless folks or whatever, you know. I said, but somebody's going to need them. Uh-huh. I'll take them. I'll clean them. You know, I'll, I'll launder them, and, and I'll find something to do with them. So why do I open up Facebook mm-hmm. and our friend from church, Bren Herrera, mm-hmm. Bren has an organization that she's been putting together, Bren and Friends, and they do a lot of community service work. Why does she put a notice up that she's doing a, a coat drive <laughs> and needs donations? Wow. Okay. All right, Lord. So do you see how God works? Yeah. We went from, no, I'm not doing a coat drive to, hey, have five bags of coats with over a hundred coats in it, in, in these <laughs> bags, to, oh gosh, they're sitting in our garage, I don't know what to do with it, to, hey, we're doing a coat drive, we're going to take them out, we know it's a little bit dangerous out there, but we're going to mask up, and we've, you know, we've talked to the city and, and gotten okay to go do it. Mm-hmm. So sure enough, on MLK Day, Bren and friends took these hundred plus coats out to the streets of D.C. and distributed them, and uh, it helped a bunch of folks. Wow. You see, dear, I, I went from I'm not doing a code drive <laughs> to wow, we just donated over a hundred coats. coats. Mm-hmm. What in the world is happening right now? This is the God that we serve. Yeah. Wow. And just be it just shows you that just because everybody else is doing it doesn't mean that you can't do it too. That's right. Or better. I'm telling you, it's crazy. So here we are, February, right? And I'm thinking, okay, God, what are you gonna do now? And I just have no idea. I'm please about to blow our minds. You know, I love music. I think that's the one thing you and I have in common. Yes, absolutely. So my anthem has been the song Big. Yes. Right? Uh Uh-huh. And when when I hear the lyrics of that song, right, I just go, you know what? It is so true. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just going to be big. Yeah. And so now I'm running with God, like, okay, show me what's What's next. next? (laughs) Yes. It's going to be big and bigger and bigger and bigger. So... What have you guys been doing other than having these cult drives and uh, <laughs> feeding people, making connections, having donations? What else has been going on? It has been insanely good. Uh, one of the other things that we really wanted to do when we started Iota Faith was the concept of giving back, but we also want to help people to grow forward. So okay. Go hand in hand, right? Grow forward, grow forward, and give back. Mm-hmm. So what we realize is that in this time. 
time of pandemic, particularly, there's so many people who are trying to figure out how they're going to feed their families and how they're going to pay their mortgages, etc. Yeah. So Richard has been an entrepreneur for the better part of several decades, right? So he has yes. had his 90s and, and he has been very successful. He's seen very good times and very not so good times. Mm-hmm. But we realized that more and more people are having these amazing ideas and really trying to launch businesses so that they can support their families and they can support themselves. Mm-hmm. Just like you and I talked about previously, we we oftentimes limit ourselves in our own thinking because we feel like we don't have the resources, we don't have the know-how, we don't have whatever it is that we need. So we said there are probably people out there who really have a desire to start businesses but don't know how. Mm-hmm. We know how, right? We know how, so and we know other people who know how. Right. So together this mentoring program that will put together uh, seasoned entrepreneurs that will be the mentors, and then we'll have protégés who are people who are looking to start a business. Mm-hmm. Who have a real spirit and want to just get things going but just don't know how to make it happen. And we thought, wow, what, how powerful would it be if we could connect people put them together and give them skills and and things that they need in order to launch a business. Right. So excited because here we are, the end of January, and uh, God gave us our first person. Uh, just and we're talking to her this later today, and she said she's been thinking about starting a business and uh-huh. just didn't really how. She has her idea. She has everything. So here we go. We're starting to uh, to do this mentorship program. Yeah. And I'm so excited because I feel like our target really in this space is um, minority and women-owned businesses. Because wow. Because we just feel like with everything going on in the world with all of the, um, you know, racial, racial justice and social justice things that are going on, we recognize there is such um, an imbalance of yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and and how much better for us to reach back and be able to pull people forward and to be able to realize their dreams. So yeah. we're just asking God to wrinkle His favor on that, and we want to be able to help people to grow forward. And the other thing that we ask as part of this mentorship program, we're not charging people anything for it, uh-huh. but we're asking. If we help you and you participate in this mentoring program, that you dedicate a portion of your time, talent, and treasure to giving back to the community. So as we help you to grow forward, we want you to help to help by giving back. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Can I sign up? Because I need I need help too. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Yeah, it's not just Richard and me doing this mentoring program we have a lot of business owners minority business owners faith-based uh-huh. owners who are lined up and ready to help and so as we get further into the year we will start putting together uh, online workshops and, mm-hmm. and different seminars and training sessions so that we can just help folks to fill out forms and file yeah. articles of the all the different things that you need to do and then we'll talk more about you know marketing and social media presence and and digital uh presence all of those things that you need in order to be successful yeah definitely 
Wow. I can't tell you how many of my own friends and peers we're all talking to each other like we want to start these things but we have no idea how and we're like googling and trying to figure it out and to be able to have this resource all in one space where you can just get the information that you need and the guidance and the help that is amazing and to have people that are willing to share and help because there's a lot of people in various industries who don't want to share or help how they've been able to become successful and start their businesses and be an entrepreneur. And if you know anything about Gen Z, they're all about self-employment and being entrepreneurs and doing it for themselves, but they just can't find the resources for people to actually be willing to help them. So this is amazing. Well, we're excited about it. And, and the thing is, is that you're right. You can go online, you can you can search Google, you can search all over YouTube, and, and there's so many different resources available. Right. I think the challenge is that a lot of the resources that are out there overcomplicate the process. Yes. So I'll tell you that Richard and I literally sat down, and it took maybe 30 minutes to file all of the paperwork that we needed to get IOTA Faith started. 30 minutes? It took about 30 Wow. Yeah, and so, I mean, you can get online, and you can go to Google, and there are plenty of people who are willing to help you, but they're going to charge you several hundred dollars right. to work. Well, meanwhile, it yes. doesn't, it's not, it's not rocket science, right? Yes. So, hey, the best thing that we can do is to, you know, is to give away the knowledge that we have, because otherwise, why do we have it? Very true. Wow. You guys are doing a lot. A lot of good things. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> yes. yes. Because I'm telling you, having worked since I was 13 years old, right, mm-hmm. and working with my parents in their restaurants and, and, and just knowing work all of my life. Yeah. A point where I am, I, I'm fully unemployed, Dara. Like, it hurts me in my heart to say that, <laughs> but I have literally been officially unemployed for the first time in my entire life since uh, starting the middle of August. It's yeah. crazy. It's a strange place to be in. I don't know how to not work. Yeah. And maybe this is God telling you to stop working and to start living. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the thing <laughs> is, is that, you know, I, I, I was asking God this question. God, is, am I supposed to just focus on iota of faith? Uh-huh. Well, meanwhile, this is taking off, right? I mean, the land of IT, anything technology-related and government contracting has been really taking off for him, and we're thankful for that. However, I still keep saying to myself, I am a corporate business person. <laughs> I, I, I need to work. And meanwhile, I'm doing everything that I know how to do with IOTA Faith, but uh, still interviewing in the process. And if you can believe that I start a new job on February 8th. No, you don't. Oh, yay. <laughs> so I'm excited about that because I realize I need to have a corporate job, if you will, in order to fund the purpose and the mission and the passion that I have around IOTA Faith. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. So you know, we, do have, we do what we have to do in order to be able to do, do what, what we, we want. want to. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And I haven't reached 
millionaire status all on my own yet. So, yeah, I gotta, gotta go work for the man for a minute so that I can uh, do do what I need to do. But you know, it's it's funny because it's that whole balance of just my own ego and my own you know my own self uh-huh. versus the, the the part of me that is the believer that you know God will provide if He brings you to something He'll make a way, right? So I battle that because I, I joke about needing a, a full-time job in order to to fund you know this this organization that we're doing but uh Richard keeps laughing at me because he, he says that uh you know that maybe God didn't want me to have a have a corporate job because he just wanted me to focus on iota faith uh-huh. I said yeah not speak that if I need to go back <laughs> don't speak that over my life <laughs> yeah, don't speak that because this girl needs to go back to work <laughs> Well, you're going. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm so excited. Uh, I finally landed a position. And I'm telling you, it's still just that whole faith journey, uh, Dara, that, yeah. that God has on. Because I'll tell you, I interviewed literally, I guess you could call it seven rounds of interviews for what I thought was my dream job. Uh-huh. And devastated when I found out that I got down to the final two candidates and did not, did not end up getting this job. So, you know, a few weeks later, one of the ladies I worked with at Marriott, she went to work for another company, and uh, and she posted on LinkedIn that she, you know, she's building her team, mm-hmm. and she needs a director of strategic communications to join her team. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, I reach out to her, and I know this lady is amazing to work with. So I reached out to her, and I said, wouldn't it be great if we could work together? And she said yes, and, you know, it went off emotions and and asked God to bless it and boom here I am starting a job on February 8th wow wow okay I'm in awe of you time eight. there's a but I was gonna say don't be in on me but you see how God put everything in order yes I have to leave a leave a stable secure job that you a company that you've been working with for over 20 years mm-hmm. in the middle of a global pandemic. Yeah. Right? You not having anything to do to, hey, I'm going to go ahead and have you set up this nonprofit organization. I'm going to bless it to the point where it blows your mind. And then, oh, by the way, then I'm going to go ahead and give you what you really think you want, which is this corporate job. So here you go. You can have it. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> It's mind blowing. It's crazy. <laughs> Why does God do this to us? He's no, too good. It's been quite the journey. Quite the journey, yes. but I'm, I'm so grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 I'm in awe. <laughs> I'm just, like I said earlier, I'm speechless. <laughs> I think I'm just going to be speechless for a, for a while. <laughs> oh, man. So, what is the most impactful thing that you've learned about yourself through this whole process of this testimony that you've lived and are still living? Yeah, I gotta tell you, Dara, it's been, it has definitely been a time of uh, reflection and, mm-hmm. uh, and getting to really dig deep 
into myself to, to realize, because I'll tell you, you get to a point in your life where you feel like you're just going through the motions and you yeah. wake up every day and you go to mom that you know, and you know, you go through the motions and you do what you got to do. So the thing that I've learned is that, oh, this is so horrible for me to say, but, but true, I feel like I was being a total poser, right? Just mm. going through life, you know, appearing to be the good Christian that I'm supposed to be, you know, speaking the right things, doing the right things, working hard, and whatever the case may be. But, but still, at the end of the day, when I sat down and really looked at myself, I realized there was this void, like there was this space inside that that was not yet um, full. And um, I used to walk around talking about, you know, my, my motto, my life's mission, my everything in life was uh, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? Mm-hmm. And I really thought that I believed that until yeah. I was in a position of, oh my goodness, I'm unemployed. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. What am I? And I really do this, and then, hey, God wants me to start this nonprofit organization. Really? Yeah. It caused me to take a step back and say, you know what, time A, stop pretending to be something that you're not, and stop mm. speaking things out of your mouth, but not doing Those anything things. with it, mm-hmm. right? I say that, you know, the thing that drives me in life is knowing that I can do all things through God who strengthens me, then I need to walk forward and know that I can do all things through God who strengthens me. Yeah. So tapping into that and really finding that place where I realize that my faith has grown exponentially in this time. Mm-hmm. I call it a time of deliverance, right? Because I feel like wow. just as God delivered the Israelites out of Egypt uh-huh. into the world right? He delivered me out of Marriott into the wilderness. <laughs> uh-huh. I did not what to do. And, yeah. um, and even though my experience has not been 40 years in the wilderness, <laughs> it sure has felt like it. Yes. You know, and now I've arrived at a place where I feel like there's just great peace knowing that I'm walking in the calling that God has placed on my life. Wow. That's big. The more you were speaking, you remind me of a scripture. I read this last night. I think it's, it was Proverbs. I don't remember exactly where, but it's the scripture that says, uh, I read it in the NLT version, so <laughs> different, but it said, um, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Yes. Dara, wow. Doctored on my, on my prayer wall in our bedroom, I have a big prayer wall. Uh-huh. It kind of looks like a scene out of, if you've ever seen the movie, A Beautiful Mind. Yes. That's what our prayer wall looks like. It looks real crazy. But that is one of the main, that's one of the main scriptures that I meditate on. And I've been meditating on for a long time because I realized that if we are going to pray the prayer that Jesus prayed, right? Mm -hmm. Not my will, your will. Then we have to commit our plans to God. Yeah. And if we do that, and he, he will bless it. He will make yes. it go forward, right? And, man, if he hasn't proven that to me time and time again, in the, especially in the past year. Yeah. I would tell wow. I'm standing firm on that, on that scripture, on that verse, for sure. Yeah. I think that scripture was just confirmation for this conversation that we're having. Because I was like, okay, God... 
I hear you. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that right now, but I'm going to hold that. But it makes sense in this yeah. moment. Wow. Because that's literally what you've been living for, especially yeah. in this past year. That That is it. Is there... Is there a scripture that specifically goes for your organization and represents it? Was it Philippians? No, it's not. Actually, uh, if you think of the name Iota Faith, right, the word Iota means a very small amount, Mm -hmm. right? And so when I I kept thinking about Iota Faith, I realized just even in that time of, of reflection and, and self-discovery, I realized how small my faith really was, mm-hmm. right? And in Matthew 17, it's the story of the um, of Jesus' disciples. They all came to him and said, you know, there is this demon-possessed boy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been dealing with this for a long time. And, and Jesus basically said, oh, ye of little faith, right? Like, why are you... How do you not have more faith than this? Yeah. And so the verse that um, that really speaks to me and, and really is part of the foundation of Iota Faith is Matthew 17, 20, mm-hmm. which you, um, so basically Jesus um, rebukes the demon and, and now yeah. the boy has been healed, right? Yeah. And so the disciples are asking him, you know, why could we not do this? Why could we not drive out this demon? And Jesus says to them, and this is from the New Living Translation, he says, you don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth, if you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, mm-hmm. you could say to this move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. Wow. And when we think about, when I think about um, Iota Faith, I realize that, God gave me the name Iota Faith, knowing that Iota means a very small amount. And that was my faith. I had mustard seed faith. Mm-hmm. And and then I realized he tells me, and as he has shown me, right? Yeah. Food, drive, drive, all this crazy stuff that's been going on, is that if I have just even a mustard seed of faith, just that little bit of faith, that he will make it something so big and so grand that literally nothing is impossible. Yeah. With that, that little amount of faith. Wow. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Love it, love it. It's just, wow. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Iota means small, and I have Matthew 17, 20, and I'm, I have a new found meaning of what that verse means now. That Aww, story. So yeah. yeah. It's amazing how God chooses to increase our faith in these these ways. I'm talking there. People, you know, you hear all these cliches that people throw out there, right? When Mm -hmm. you're down to nothing, God is up to something. Yeah. Right. I used to laugh about that when people would say that. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, whatever. Yeah, that just sounds crazy. That's nice. Yeah. But when I tell you, when I was down to nothing, because I'm telling you, when you're flat on your face, you know, on your bedroom floor, boo-hoo, and crying out to God, like, yep. I have rock bottom, Lord. I have nothing, right? Yeah. I don't love. I cannot find my way out. I don't know how we're going to pay our mortgage come the end of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Crying out to God, like, I don't, I don't know, Lord, right? And for him to just say... Just let me do it. 
Yeah. And I'll tell you, we were down to nothing, and God was surely up, up to, to something. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Thank you for this. I'm so full <laughs> from this conversation oh. and just being with you wow you know you really don't expect god to move like i'm so full you have inspired me um Praise and Praise like, <laughs> i mean the whole thing about iota faith is inspire others to act in faith so that's that's my hope and prayer is that through our testimony mm-hmm. and through in the small events and, and different things that we're doing that we truly are inspiring others to act in faith knowing that even if you have a small mustard size faith god will make it bigger than you could ever imagine yeah and you've done that for me here and i'm i am sure that that is going to be the case for many many other people that you guys serve and help and just Wherever God chooses to take this is going to be amazing. And I can't wait to see what he's going to do, Sarah. Yes. And thanks so much for your love and support. Of course. I have a front row seat to this. You asked me to come on your podcast to talk about this. Because I was like, what do you mean you want me to talk about Iota Faith? Why wouldn't I want you to talk about Yes. yes yes okay so you have to tell us where we can find you how we can donate how we can contribute the listeners here what where can we go you have a website we've talked about the website so what's the website uh, it's iotafaith.org so it's okay. iotafaith.org okay and we are on instagram and facebook and linkedin okay and i'm gonna call twitter not really. I'm not good at tweeting. I'll, I'll admit that. So um, we're, we're at Iota Faith on okay. all of the, all the different platforms. And with regards to donations, we're still waiting on our 501c3 designation. Okay. And so while we appreciate monetary donations, reality is right now, uh, we haven't been actively pursuing monetary donation from folks. What we're really looking for is, uh, is donation of time and talent, quite okay. frankly. So if you go to the website, there is a volunteer link there. You Great. Can as a volunteer. And if you're interested in the entrepreneurship uh, mentoring program, there's a whole page on the website that speaks to that program. Okay. And you can register for it there. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. I'm sure there will be a lot of volunteers <laughs> coming wow. through you and donations, especially because there are people that have been looking for volunteer opportunities and because of the pandemic people just assume that stuff are closed like like we people don't need help and I'm not understanding why so definitely um I'm definitely going to push this to my friends uh that listen to this my close circle I'm going to be like, guys, we've been looking for more opportunities. Now we have it. And we can just, you know, I have my own clients. I know if I have my own clients that are looking for volunteer opportunities, I know my friends do because people just want to help. They want to give their time and their talents to the community in any way that they can. So you're definitely on my outreach list now. (laughs) Wow, I'm 
so excited about that. And it just reminded me of one more thing, Dara, if I may. Uh, yeah. One of the other things that we have on our website that you can check out and also across our social media uh, channels is um, this concept of what we call inspired ideas. So every month, what we try to do is to put up one thing that everybody can do that they can use to serve wherever they are. So when we first started, the first idea was to put together what we call a bag of love. So you just take a bag Mm -hmm. and you put together, you know, personal hygiene things. You could put some snack food. You could put a couple dollars in there, Mm -hmm. write a very nice note somebody to encourage them keep it in your car and as you're driving around town if you see somebody in need you can roll down your window and hand them a bag and wow. just share some love with them yeah you know, it's a simple idea yeah so every month go to the website and check out uh looking for inspired ideas definitely that's another way to serve yeah that is a great idea wow i love that i'm telling you jesus Woo. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes <laughs> I was going to ask you, how'd you come up with that? And then I remember it. Uh, <laughs> you did it. <laughs> thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Taimei, for joining us and telling us all about what you've been up to, what God has been up to in your life. And thank you for being a willing vessel to help and serve the community. My pleasure and my honor. I'm just, um, you know, just like I said many times before in my life. You know, I'm I'm designed to be Jesus's hands and feet. So whatever He needs me to do, I'm, I'm willing to go. Absolutely, we have to shout out Richard too because he is a part of this as well. We can't leave him out. Yeah, the other half of my own faith. Yeah, he gets a little bit of credit too, <laughs> but he gets he add credit, Dara, because I'll tell you, without him pushing me and pushing me and, and cheering me on, I don't know that all this would have come to fruition. But uh, yeah, he just he, you know take your little bit of faith and, and let's go. Yeah, definitely. We have to get you guys on to talk about supporting and motivating each other in a relationship. Cause oh man, what I'd love to do that. That's our jam. We, we love I know. <laughs> I know you guys do. And I, we'll have to work about that. We'll talk. We'll talk. But thank you so much, Taimei. I can't say thank you enough. It has been a wonderful, wonderful conversation. I've learned so much. I've been inspired. And I know other people who listen to this will be just as inspired, too. So thank you. Thank you, Dara. I love you. All right, guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Like I said in the beginning, I hope that you got something out of it. I hope that you were blessed. You learned something new. You just had a good time with us. Thank you so much, Taime. I know I said that a billion times to you, but I can't say it enough. Thank you. Thank you for being a guest um and that's all i got for y'all happy black history month y'all know what to do follow me on instagram and facebook at gwen's daughter the podcast on both platforms and you know share like you can comment on 
You can comment on all the platforms. You can like, you can follow, subscribe, all of that. I sound like a YouTuber. Wow. But that's neither here nor there. I need y'all support. I love y'all support. So keep it coming. Share with your friends. Share with your family. All of that. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Got something else big coming for you. So stay up to date. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss. All right, guys. Bye.